Oh man, I got 10 minutes shaved off my sermon now. That's what Mark says, that's right. That's right, I gotta, I gotta really get anointed here and preach. Uh, <laughs> man, we got a lot going on, going into the holiday season. And so that's, that's great. That's really what we need to be about. Uh, more so than just being about a service, we need to be about being the church out there. And uh, so these are wonderful opportunities to do so. The, the, I'm, I'm excited about the caroling that she mentioned uh, on, for, for the, uh, the parade of lights that's going to take place here in Viridian. Um, because it's going to give us a chance. There's, there's going to be folks even from the outside world that are going to be coming in. So what we're going to try to do, as she was saying, is set up an inspiration park. And as they're exiting, uh, we can be there uh, singing Christmas carols as our own little Viridian choir. We're going to do that in lieu of two things. If you remember, we used to do walk around caroling the last several years. Well, with COVID and, and all that stuff, we're, we're just not going to, uh, uh, it's just, you know, we're, we're, we're going to try to stay safe and not do that this year. Uh, and then also, if you remember, most the last several years, I've always done you know, Dave's Cookies, Cocoa, and Carols event you know, from, from uh, uh, last year. We did it at Inspiration Park, but um, right now with, with uh, Tarrant County uh, policy, I can't, I can't have that, that kind of a big, since, since I am personally not uh, an organization myself, <laughs> there's nothing organized about me, trust me. Um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't you know, legally have that kind of big thing. So this is, we're going to do this in lieu of those two events. Uh, so we'll still get a chance to, to not only praise the Lord through Christmas carols, but we'll get a chance to also uh, give some uh, good commercial time for our fellowship, you know, and uh, let folks know that we are here. So is everybody here today? Y'all here? Those of you who are here, are you here? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so present and accounted for. Ryan, I love you, man. I'm so glad you're back. And uh, it was good to have you in men's Bible study yesterday and see your face and uh, anxious to hear what all you've garnered during your time off and uh, just pretty much like mess up everything that you learned, you know, like come back and just, yeah, we're just going to wreck it, right? So, <laughs> so uh, Myrna, it's good to meet you today in person. Uh, we got to chat on the phone yesterday a little bit and Myrna's going to be moving into the neighborhood, possibly here and maybe in the next three months or so, but she is... And she doesn't live too far off now, so she was, she was wanting to just start connecting and seeing what's uh, going on and maybe hopping in uh, to some ladies' Bible study and all that stuff. So thank you. Uh, thank you, ladies, who have been doing that uh, on Tuesdays at 6.30. We've got the men's Bible study taking place at 7, 7 a.m. Say, man, that's really early. Man, I got coffee. We've been doing it at the Dave Cave. I got coffee. Don't worry. We'll pump you an IV full of coffee into your arm if need be. Uh, but if you'll show up, we're having a good time. So, amen. All right. Hey, we are talking about the Tither's Bill of Rights again this week. The Tither's Bill of Rights. Uh, we don't take a lot of time to talk about money here at the gathering, so we just decided this month we're going to talk about it. Uh, church is supposed to be about ministry, uh, the ministry of the gospel, the ministry of Jesus Christ. Uh, that's what we are about. At the same time, anytime you have a fellowship or an organization, there, is, there are needs that come up. And, and it takes money sometimes to operate. Uh, and we're not really big in, in trying to push or pressure or manipulate. That's not what we want to do. But there is an incredible blessing that takes place when you do learn the ministry of giving, when you become a giver in your own life. Not just money, but giving anything of yourself. Uh, when you give, uh, you, when you sow, the Bible says, whatsoever you sow, that shall you reap. So if you, if you want love, well, you need to be sowing some love. If you want friends, well, you need to be sowing some friendship. 
you know, if, if you want your finances to be blessed, you can sow finances into the kingdom. No matter what it is, you can sow. This is not God's get-rich-quick scheme, okay? Uh, it's been abused quite a bit, and we talked about it here the last few weeks, uh, but it's not that at all. However, because first of all, every single one of you, if you're already a believer in Christ, you're already wealthy. Because he said, I'll provide all the needs, all of your needs, I will provide. Whatever situation you are in today, he is going to supply the need for it. So that's, that already makes you wealthy as is. So this is not about trying to accumulate more money, more bling, more swag, you know, more whatever. Uh, all that stuff can come and go in life. But his word and his love and his grace and his power and his spirit remains forever. Amen? So the Tithers Bill of Rights, uh, we're going to hop to our key verse real quick. I'm going to give a very short uh, principle lesson, and then we're going to actually let you see how this principle that we're going to learn today is, has been coming to pass in the ministry of this church and how it can come to pass in your life. And uh, you're gonna, we're, gonna get, let, we're letting Kate catch her breath just for a moment from all those announcements because she's going to get up and, and let, be very transparent and let you see some of the business of what's taking place with the church. So... Uh, Malachi chapter 3, this is our key text for the last several weeks and for this week and next week. God says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, if you what? If you bring all the tithes, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test, he says. I love that. So he says, if you'll bring all the tithe in, I'm going to provide. The first word that we learned last week was provision. This week, we're going to learn about this. He says, your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Then all the nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven's armies. What we want to talk about today is going to be our second point. Last week we learned about provision. Provision. He said, if, you'll, if you will return the tithe to me, I will provide. Not only that, I'm going to provide such a blessing, you're not going to have room to store it. Why would he do that? Because he wants you to be a blessing. He wants you to be able to fill up your barns, and then all the stuff that you don't have room to store, well, hey, you get to distribute that out. And get to, you remember, I, I told you a couple of weeks back when I moved into my townhouse, so you guys in this neighborhood were so blessed. I got filled up my townhouse within just a matter of days. It was so furnished. I was stashing stuff in the garage. Well, what did I do with it? Well, the, hey, when I've seen needs in the neighborhood or needs in people's lives that I come to, and, and meet, and I realize, oh, I got one of those in my garage. Hey, let me, here, let me give it to you. In other words, he blessed me so much that I've been able to be a blessing to other people. That's what he's wanting to do. That's what kind of provision he's going to have for you. Today, he says, what we're looking at, he says, I'm going to protect your crops. Your crops are going to be blessed and abundant because I'm going to protect them from all the insects and from all the bugs and the pestilence that, are, that, that would come and rob you of your crops. Now, what does that mean? It means that he's going to protect your wealth. If you are, or if you are faithful in tithing, if you're faithful in giving to him, he will protect your wealth. In other, there, there's a lot of things out there that can nitpick your, you know, you ever, you ever sit there and look at your budget at the end of the month and say, what in the world, you know, because you had this to pay, that to pay, and this came up, and that came up, and this extra bill, and all, all these nitpicky things. Yet, yet I've always found for me at the end of the month, 
I've always had a sufficient. I've always had enough. Everything's been covered. Everything's been taken care of. Why? Because I believe he's honored the faithfulness that I've had. And, and, uh, and, and being able to uh, be obedient and just, just say, hey, Lord, I trust you with my tithe. And it's always worked out. Now, we're going uh, to look at Genesis chapter 26, uh, starting with verse 1. This was something I actually talked about probably about six, five, six months ago and didn't realize I'd come back and revisit it, but it really applies. It's really, really a neat concept. We're talking about Isaac here, right? Uh, Genesis chapter 26, verse 1, and there was a famine in the land. Everyone say famine. famine. Woo, that means that there, there wasn't no rain, was no moisture, uh, nobody was able to grow any crops. There was a famine. People were starting to starve. He says, uh, this is a famine in the land, other than the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar, to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Now, the reason why he said that is Isaac was probably on his way to head to Egypt, because Egypt is where there were storehouses full of seed and food and supplies. That's where you would want to go, because that was the big city. That was the hub of civilization at the time. And God said, no, don't go down there. Don't worry about going down there and getting your provision. He says, live in the land which I will tell you to. So he had to be faithful. He had to walk in faith all of a sudden. He says, dwell temporarily in this land, and I will be with you and will favor you with blessings. For to you and to your descendants, I will give all these land, lands, and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. Now, I want to pause there. Remember what we've been saying. The, the, the Bill of Rights for the tither is this. It's provision, protection, and promotion. Right? And we'll talk about promotion next week. We're going to hear from Bob next week. I'm excited. Um, provision, promotion, protection. Look, look what he promises to Isaac here. He says, look, if you'll, if you'll do what I'm telling you to do, if you'll, if you'll trust me on this, dwell temporarily in this land, I will be with you and I will favor you with blessings for to, for to you and to your descendants I will give all these lands. What is that? That's provision. He says, I'm going to give you this stuff. I'm going to take care of you. And he says, and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. Remember, we spent weeks talking about that covenant that God made with Abraham. Part of which was, don't worry about a thing. I'm going to bless those who bless you. I'm going to curse those who curse you. In other words, I'm protecting you. There we have it. Protection. We've got provision, protection, and then he moves on and says, and I will make your descendants to multiply as the stars of the heavens and will give to your posterity all these lands, these kingdoms, and by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, or by him bless themselves. What was that? That's promotion. He says, look, I'm going to provide for you, I'm going to protect you, and I'm, I'm going to promote you. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you multiply. You're going to expand. So now remember, there was a drought, right? There was a drought. Ain't nobody getting no crops. But if you hop down to keep reading verse 5 and 6, it says, For Abraham listened to, all, to, to, Abraham listened to and obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commands, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. So Isaac stayed. 
just like his dad would have done. He, he stayed and trusted the Lord. If you hop down to verse 12, then Isaac sowed seed in that land. Where? In the land of drought. He went ahead and gave. He sowed seed and received in the same year a hundred times as much as he planted. And the Lord favored him with blessings. What did God do? He protected his crops, even in the middle of the famine. That's when all the locusts and the insects would have come in because they would have been looking for food and water too. And now all of a sudden, out in the middle of this desert, you've got, you've got crops growing. Man, the insects would have like come on that. But no, he wound up reaping a hundred times more than what he actually planted. Why, why was that? Because God will protect your wealth. If you are faithful in giving and if you just trust him, that's really what he's about. We've been talking about God's not after your money. God's after your heart. He just wants you to trust him. Because if you can trust him, oh, you'll give him anything you have. Because everything you have belongs to him in the first place. You know, you just get to borrow it. But he will protect your wealth. Now, that's the, the neat thing about this. And we're going to ask Kate to go ahead and make her way up to the, the, the platform. The neat thing about this is uh, we, we've told you in the last few weeks, gathering church tithes. When you uh, give to us and you tithe to, to this fellowship, uh, we pay a tithe off of that to uh, local missions, domestic missions, and Mission Arlington, and then foreign, foreign missions, which we've partnered with Harvesters Reaching the Nations. And because of our faithfulness during this year of pandemic, uh, the Lord has actually blessed us. There's a, I, can, I could list off six churches right now that uh, have struggled severely financially this year because of the pandemic and because they haven't been able to be open and all that stuff. And so they, they're, they're in the red right now. And I'm talking about thriving churches that usually have operated wisely, and yet they're, they're struggling. And yet, yet I believe God has honored our faithfulness. And we've, we've actually not, not only have, has gathering churches wealth, per se, been, been protected, but we've, we've actually expanded. We're growing. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to let Kate kind of explain to you how this principle is uh, manifested right, right in front of us. Tag. Thank you. All right. Um, I've, I've prepared a, a brief 98-slide presentation. <laughs> kidding, kidding. <laughs> but many of you remember about a year ago, I got up here and I talked about a faith budget that we were putting together for 2020 and where, that we knew it was going to be a stretch, that God was going to have to be among us in a big way in order for us to reach the budget that we set. Does anybody remember the amount that we were trying to trying to raise this year? Anyone? Just wondered if I had any of those photographic memory people in the house. The amount we were trying to raise was $110,000. So um, our giving year to date, and I just um, ran some reports, looks like, hit me Maddox, where am I doing it? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm sorry. Okay. Looks like $115,000 that God has provided for us this year. Isn't that exciting? And as you look, you can kind of see, I just, I ran some reports because I had access to this data. Some of you guys are data heads. You really like this stuff. I thought you might enjoy seeing. Now it looks like we have plunged down in November. That's because it was really only about the first 10 days of November that are on this thing right now. So by the time we get to the end of the month, I'm, I'm confident that it won't look like that anymore. Um, but exciting. And then the number of people that gave, 
it's another little piece of data that I that I have. You can see we were we're averaging somewhere just a little over around 20. Um, what we call in the biz giving units or families that, <laughs> that, um, that are, are contributing each month. And that's anything from 25 cents up to you know however much people give. Um, that's what our number of givers look like. I thought that was kind of interesting. And then giving by family, you can kind of see the number of families that we have that are givers um, versus, th and this is not a guilt trip. I promise, but just kind of interesting to see that um, we have a lot of families in our church and um, there are some that are really, really faithful and some um, that have not figured out this tithing thing yet and that's normal and that's okay. Um, so where does our money go? We have put together our budget for 2021 and it's slightly more than our 2020 um, budget was. We're actually looking for $115,500, so $5,500 up. What is going up? Mostly our worship and tech. Um, we're trying to get a reserve for some additional equipment should we grow and need to expand back into the atrium and also to be able to do some additional cool stuff that JJ's working on with his uh, worship side of things. So that's where most of the increase has gone, a little bit extra to children's ministry as well. So when we look at ministry operations, just a little over $25,000 is what we're spending on that. And ministry operations, that means children's ministry, outreach ministry, community events that we do. Um, it also means men's and women's ministry. We have a little bit in there for that. Um, youth ministry, all of those things, all of our direct ministry operations, that's the amount that we have set aside for that, is about $25,000. We spend about $5,000 on marketing. We've got some ideas and we're excited to be kind of working on some new um, thoughts about how we can better reach our community in 2021. So we added just a little bit to that budget as well. And then our facilities, equipment, insurance, that's almost $12,000, 11800 Personnel, that's salaries and any insurance and things like that that um, go towards our people that are under that paid staff. About $3,000 on office and administrative stuff, just paying for our software um, and things like that that we use, our website. Um, and then uh, our tithe. And Dave already mentioned that, that 10% of everything that comes in goes back out to both local and international ministry. And we're so excited to be able to do that. And we've had some very excited people, both at Mission Arlington at, and at Harvesters, um, to receive what we were able to share with them. So very exciting. So that's where our money is going. Um, that's what our budget looks like in 2021. Now, you heard me say we've already made this budget amount for this year. So does that mean awesome, great, quick giving for 2020? Um, and I'm gonna say, no, please don't. Because just like when you were a kid and you wanted something, you started saving up, maybe it was a skateboard, maybe it was a cassette tape, maybe it was, you know. <laughs> there are a few in here, you know, whatever it was that you were that you were saving for. So we are saving for something as well. And what we're saving for is to be able to bring our senior pastor on full time. 
and so that he can serve our community full time. And yeah, I see some of you want to clap about that. You can clap about that. That's very exciting. That's very exciting. So that's what we're saving for. So what is it going to take to bring on a full-time senior pastor? Well, that means that our budget requirement for next year, if it was going to be a full year of senior, of senior pastor service, would need to go up to $191,000. So significant increase, um, just because what he gets paid and all of the benefits and everything else that have to be paid as well, it, it adds up to a big number, right? Um, not because his compensation is super high, but because there's all the backside stuff as well. So that's what happens to our budget if we are able to do that. What does that look like? That looks like 29 families giving $50 a week. Or, and, and I mean additional families, okay? Or 15 families giving $100 a week, or seven families giving $200 a week, or some combination of all of that stuff. That's how we get there, okay? Um, here's more good news. Our target time frame would be to start in June, which means we can half all those numbers just for the 2021 portion of the salary. And so we'd be looking for 15 families to give $50 a week that aren't giving now, eight families to, to give 100, or four families willing to give $200 a week, and that gets us a full-time senior pastor. So that's pretty exciting. And what we will do with any reserve that comes in between now and the, and the rest of the year is set that aside to go towards additional expenses so we can bump up our budget to that higher number and bring in our full-time senior pastor. So I think that's really exciting. And that's, that's what um, the Lord has put in our heart, and it's what we really can't wait to see so that we can have a greater impact here in our community. So that's what we're praying for. And I would ask you to join me in praying for that and pray about how the Lord would have you be involved in that. Um, is this me trying to put a ton of pressure on you? Um, absolutely not. And if it's your first Sunday, it's a rough Sunday to come in and talk about money. <laughs> but we're glad you're here anyway, and I'm glad you can see what the heart and the vision for our church is, for reaching our community, and for serving our congregation. Um, there are three ways that you can give, and Maddox, can you hit that blue slide now? Um, we're excited because we were just able to update our giving system. So if you were already set up to give automatically through our PayPal system, which we were using previously, we would love it if you would roll over to our new system. We're saving a little bit on processing fees by doing this, but also we're saving on administrative time because it goes directly into our database. Um, so, you, so we'll be able to have it immediately applied so when you're at the end of the year, we can send you that, com that um, contribution statement without a bunch of data entry. So that's kind of exciting to, for on my end. I know nobody else is excited about that, but I am. <laughs> but there's three different ways you can give. You can give online or you can set up text giving. And on either of those, you have the choice of giving by credit card or doing a direct deposit. Um, so there's ACH giving available. And Michael asked me, he said, Kate, I forgot to say last week that you can give by ACH, which you can. Um, that also saves us a little bit on processing fees if you choose to give that way. Um, 
It's really exciting with the text to give. That's a new capability for us. If you want to grab your phone and take a, a picture of that, it's um, you just text the word give, or you can just text a dollar amount. And the first time you contact that number, it will have you set up how you want to pay. And then after that, and I've used this a couple times already, you can just literally text the number of dollars that you want to give. So, you know, 25 or 250 or whatever to that number, and it will automatically process that amount for you. Now, if some of you are going, whoa, that's a little bit too fast for me, you can also just type give, and then it'll let you enter in if that feels a little better. Um, and if you were to accidentally, or your kid got your phone or whatever, um, it also has an immediate, oh, no, 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 that was a mistake. I, wanted, I want that back, uh, cancel transaction feature. So <laughs> um, I think the text giving is, is actually pretty cool. The one thing that the online giving has over the text giving is the online giving allows you to say, I want to add a little bit more to cover my processing fees. With the text to give, it doesn't do that. Um, if you wanted to still cover the processing fees, which we love, you could just add a little bit on um, yourself <laughs> manually. Um, and then, of course, we also can do cash or check here in our offering box on Sunday mornings, um, some people just feel like that that just feels good. They're kind of old school and they like to bring it with them and they like to be able to drop it off. You can absolutely do it that way as well. So all those different ways where you can give um, and get set up to do it to make it easy so that we can do that saving up. Um, I think Pastor Dave is way better than a cassette tape. Um, so <laughs> that's what we're gonna keep working towards. That's what I have for you today. Good job. I like being better than a cassette tape. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not done. Uh, thank you, Kate. What, what excites me is to see how God has honored his principle of, of protection. Uh, like I said, where, where there have been congregations who who are struggling financially, we've actually been blessed. We've, he's protected what we, uh, what we originally believed him for, and then he's actually blessed us with more uh, so that we continue to be a blessing. Uh, like Kate said, none of this is um, to pressure anyone to, you know, to give. Just because we've been, we've been discussing finances and giving and all that stuff the last few weeks, uh, I promise you, we only got one more week we're going to talk about it, and, and not to even try to twist anyone's arm to give, but really I just want to Want to, want to be able to teach the blessing of giving and however God chooses to bless you on it. Uh, I don't want you to miss out on that blessing. And then we're going to be straight into Advent, uh, doing all the, the Advent thing. We're going to be preaching about hope and, and all the good things that come along with Christmas time. But, um, you know, the, the Lord's not going to make this happen because we've, we've twisted anyone's arms or manipulated it. He'll make it happen because we've been faithful to him. And in his way and in his time, he's going to make it happen. So, and uh, let's all stand. That makes everybody... Uh, feel much better when the preacher says to stand, because that uh, means ooh, he's almost finished. And we're going to ask the the. I just want to what what was the what was the tech and, and worship budget twenty twenty five thousand something like that was that. I'm trying to up it to like twenty five hundred thousand. I was going to say twenty five thousand just for a few extra guitar solos. I don't know what's going on there. So, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and thank you, Kate, for for very simplifying it. You should kind of see the way that the but you should see the way that the board got that budget proposal, with like a million different sublines or whatever. And uh, 
Oh, yes, $25,000 for all of our ministry operations. It's just that JJ's insisting on doing guitar solos across all of our ministry operations. So <laughs> that's the problem. No. <laughs> Amen. Let's all pray. Father, I thank you so much uh, uh, just for allowing us to, to explore uh, your benefits in tithing. Uh, Lord, I know this has kind of been just a condensed time of fellowship. We just want to keep everyone safe. Lord, just allow us to uh, linger a little bit in your presence today and, and, and just a fellowship even after service. Uh, Lord, we just trust you. We trust you with everything that we have. Uh, we, we trust you with not just our, our resources and our finances. That's, that's the, the least of what we, we, we trust you with our very life. You're so good to us and you just provide so much for us. Teach us to be a blessing. More than anything, let people see you when they hang out with us, when they come to worship with us, when they come to visit, when we're out and about. Uh, Lord, just prepare us uh, for, for all this outreach we're going to be doing and community involvement. Uh, I'm just so excited to be able to get out there with the, the greater community and bless them. We rejoice in you. We stand in your love. Uh, we know that in your love, all fear vanishes. And uh, we look forward to next week. Uh, bless Bob and prepare his heart as he shares about promotion. And uh, those who are watching from home, Lord, just bless them. Keep them safe. Those of us who uh, ventured out to be together, uh, just honor this time that we have together. We praise you in Jesus' name. Everyone say amen.